0: Hey y'all, I'm Tiffany, and I'm Malati, and we are Two Peach
1: Indo, Indo Podcasts. Podcast. We're two Indonesian cousins living in Atlanta, Georgia. If you're open-minded, opinionated, and adventurous, you're going to want to stick around because we have a
0: lot to say. As two immigrant women, we want to share our culture and thoughts on current events, conspiracy, and spirituality, and the best part, food. food. Be sure to subscribe and listen every Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor and all other listening platforms. Hey everybody. Hey guys. Merry Christmas. Maracama is currently sleeting down here in you Yeah. I hope it's, it doesn't snow. I hope. But I know a lot of people want white Christmas. Yeah
1: i'm just i mean i honestly don't mind it especially because i'm staying at home
0: yeah for real my mom has been making me run around town she has bravely volunteered to cook for christmas eve dinner eve dinner Mm -hmm. and she's like this is the menu and when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, Mom's gonna do all this." I was like, "That's pretty impressive," and I should have known that somehow I was gonna get included in that plan. What did you guys make? She made Kentang uh, Goreng Oh yeah, but she makes it like more sweet. Oh, it was so good. I tasted it, and she makes she made her famous uh, baked chicken wings. Okay, That's good. But she used Satay Ayam. Seasoning, Mm. oh, so good. And she's slow roasted in the in the oven. Mm. I ate like two before I came here (laughs) while while she was getting ready for church. Uh. And she made uh, bihun, Mm -hmm. and then she made some kind of soup, some kind of soup, and some fried rice.
1: So it's not your traditional American. Yeah,
0: no, but I think my sister in law is gonna bring some. Green beans casserole. Ooh, I love. Green she bean makes casserole. a really good one. <gasps> yeah. Ooh, yeah. we should have asked her
1: to make that for
0: our friends giving. Oh, uh, true. Yeah, yeah. Or I, I should just ask for the,
1: the recipe because she
0: said that it's not. It's it's really easy. Mm. Mom, if it was up to us, we would like order freaking pizza and like be merry. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But you know her. Like she gotta do something because we haven't been doing Christmas at her house for a couple years now. Mm-hmm. So I guess like she wants to do something at her house, you know. <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll I'll let you guys know.
1: <clears throat> I worked for a half a day today.
0: Oh yeah. Um, you had a late start, huh?
1: Yeah, I worked from 12 to 4, which you know, it's fine. It was very it was very slow and was it
0: just you or did you have people in your department working too? or was it just you and CJ?
1: CJ worked in the morning. Uh. so he, he worked from eight to twelve and then I did twelve to four. Oh, but okay. from the people in my team, yeah, it was just the two of us. Mm. Um, but theres there's a lot of people off from my whole building team. Mm. So, but I mean, you know, it's all good. It's over with, and then I don't have to worry about that till Monday. And then I don't have to work again Thursday and Friday next week.
0: Oh, for real? Oh, yeah, I'm off, New I'm Year's.
1: off New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. But yeah, let's just get into some
0: current events. Let's get into it, guys. We got some local news, we got some international news, and we got something that will affect all of us <laughs> also. So, first
1: there was a another shooting incident that happened around Lennox Mall but this time it's Fibs Plaza which is across the street right pretty much from Lennox Mall but a 7 year old girl by the name of Kennedy Maxie was shot by a
0: stray bullet in, this bullet came out of nowhere y'all. yeah
1: in a movie um while she was in a moving car with her parents um, while they were holiday or Christmas shopping and they still don't know where the bullet came from. They, the investigators say that it doesn't seem like it had anything to do with them. Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like somebody um, purposely, purposely, right. Try to hit like, or try to shoot their car or shoot at her. Mm -hmm. Um, But there is a $15,000 reward for whoever comes forward
0: With the information. With
1: information, yeah. But she's still in critical condition. She was shot in the head, you guys. That's crazy. In the car while she was in the car. She wasn't even doing shit. Yeah. Christmas week. Like, it's so crazy how many... Like shooting incidences have happened in that area. Yeah, this year, this month
0: alone. Yeah, or past couple months. Yeah, Lenexa had another shooting, which would make this the fifth in this month alone.
1: That's crazy. And then there was another shooting in Arbor Place Mall, which is in like
0: what Douglasville. Douglasville. Yeah, I've never been to that mall, so I don't know the situation. I'm pretty sure it's like a
1: smaller mall.
0: I don't even know that area, Douglasville. Where is that?
1: Um, I can't. I can't tell you, B. All I know is I'm not going to that area anytime soon.
0: What Phipps or Phibs Lenox? or Lennox? Yeah. yeah,
1: fuck that.
0: So I read that they're gonna start um putting a metal detector mm-hmm. in the entrances of Lennox Mall, which is freaking ghetto.
1: But to it's me, necessary
0: at this I, point. I guess. I guess, but it's like, dang, like. I don't even know like see there's no there's no like details to the story right they of course some of the some of the people are still out like this past dispute in Arbor Place Mall they they said supposedly uh, right before the gunshot went off um, the only evidence they have is people saying like there was like two women that was having a dispute right before the gunshot went off Mm. and people were just like running around and, you know, trying to duck or trying to protect themselves, trying to go somewhere. One of the um, interviews that I saw was someone was getting their nails done Mm. and the man that was doing her feet like ran to the back (laughs) in the closet and so she ran with him and they stand in the closet for like 30 minutes but nobody was hurt as far as we know mm-hmm. although the ambulance were called because someone hurt themselves from running mm-hmm. because they were trying to scatter or trying to you know go somewhere and find a find a safe place find a safe place and they ended up falling and getting hurt so that that was the only thing but i don't know when i was reading this article it was like some like sketchy energy i picked up from it you know i feel like these articles are never full never I'm like what atlanta what what are y'all doing atl police like what are you doing
1: <laughs> or they're always saying that like it's still under investigation or you know whatever the case may be I'm tired of
0: y'all crooked ass
1: but either way y'all if you guys are from the atlanta area you guys shop in buckhead or Phibs, plaza often please be careful yeah like literally like make sure or like be aware of your surroundings just get in and out in and out okay don't be diddly dallying around yeah for real y'all don't need to be out right now
0: anyways i don't even know when was the last time i was in the area shopping Last time I remember being in the Phipps area was probably like a couple years back. And it was to go to like some restaurant at Mm. Phipps Plaza. Mm. You know? Mm -hmm. But other than that, I don't remember the last time I was like actually there to shop. Yeah. From one dark story to a lighter one. I don't know if this is lighter actually. (laughs) Let's talk about China's McDonald's new burger or the Limited burger that dropped earlier this week. Yes, it was the spam and Oreo burger. Yes, kind of bizarre. I'm actually intrigued. Disgusting.
1: I mean, I like Oreos and I like spam. You might like
0: it. You might like it
1: together with mayonnaise. Like, come on, come on. If it was just a spam burger, like, okay, I'm down for that. Because I mean, shit. Like I said, I love spam. For for those of y'all who who's gonna say like, "Ew, you eat
0: spam?" Yes, yes, we, we fucking eat spam. do. And I don't, I don't think spam. I mean, I guess here in America, like it's seen as like a struggle food because it's like processed, meat. yeah, processed food, and it's processed meat and it's in a can, yeah, exactly. But shit, there's like a lot of restaurants in Hawaii, food trucks that like still have spam items yeah. and sell out yeah there's like spam what is it musubi um, right mm, spam
1: musubi fucking spam fried rice
0: my god spam fried rice is the bomb.com y'all
1: hell yeah oh my
0: gosh maybe i'll make that like sometime soon
1: yeah we should go to that Hawaiian place again. Yeah. I thought it took us to. Ooh,
0: when well, my friend Vin is in town, we're going to take him Ooh, there. Ooh, yes. yes. But the
1: thing is, I don't know if they're they're open for, like, dining now. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure. We'll see. But we'll see. We'll still go. Mm-hmm.
0: We'll just, I don't know, we'll grab it to go, whatever. Yeah, and we'll go eat it. Yeah, that shit is still bomb, like, to go. I, I really, like, I don't like getting food to go because I like to eat my food fresh. Yeah. I don't like cold food. Like I never like cold pizza. I don't yeah, know. I like like I don't get like the hype behind cold pizza. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah. People are like no. Like you're missing out. Like mm, missing okay. out on cold pizza, B? right? I doubt that. I mean, I guess. Like I mean, that's y'all's. But like <laughs> you know, spam is where it's at. And also, um, like growing up eating spam in Indo, you know, it's like spam and eggs. Spam, eggs, and rice. Yeah. That's ketchup manis <laughs> and some cropo. Like, okay. Like, that could be breakfast, lunch, and second dinner dinner be. True. You know? Yeah. I mean, that's that's good food for any anything. You know, like in Asia, like it's less likely that people eat like processed sugar cereal. True. In the morning. We definitely I definitely don't. I, I did not eat cereal growing up.
1: No, no. I literally eat
0: fried rice growing up. For for breakfast? See, no, I I didn't. But like the people around me, like my friends, mm. like they would eat like nasi uduk in the Ooh, morning. You know yes. what I mean? Yes, that's true. Like, that's Me, that like I guess, like my grandparents, like like Dutch-ish. Mm. Like our thing was Nutella bread in the morning, Nutella bread and tea. Like that was our thing. Okay, yeah. But I would always like find it weird that I would go to school and see my friends eating rice. And something like savory in the morning. Oh. You know? Cause that's like
1: um what is it called? It's um we watched a couple of um YouTube reviews reviews on the spam and Oreo burger called the Lunch Meat Burger Up, I suppose. And I mean most of those reviewers say that it's not as bad as it sounds. But it's something that they won't ever
0: eat again. Mm -hmm. But then also, like, the reviewers we saw, they were all, like, Americans. Like, I want to see some, like, Chinese people reviewing that shit, you know? Yeah. Because, like, maybe they have a different, like, palate, like, taste palate, you know? Right. I mean, whoever came up with this shit? Like, I get the point of, like, sweet and savory. I love, like, mixing sweet and savory. Yeah. I like sweet meats like I usually put like ketchup manis on my all my meats anyways when I marinate them when I cook them like there's always some kind of like sweet soy sauce some kind of sweet aspect to the meat so and I like crunch mm-hmm. I love crunch yeah so one reviewers we one reviewer we saw she said if I was to eat this blindfold or whatever like I wouldn't know that this is Oreo mm. you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just like the crunch aspect was like she liked that but taste wise and then with the mayo yeah you know I don't know I'm gonna try to make it at home though I think we should try to make it
1: yeah I'm done. to just try it. it like because it
0: didn't look that hard to make yeah I mean
1: it's honestly just two pieces of spam crumbled up Oreos and mayonnaise on the bread
0: on sesame seed bread, right? So we'll 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 do that. Maybe we'll we'll
1: make it and we'll review it and let you guys know what we think. Yeah, like that. and
0: then let us know like if it's something that you guys would try, or would you just be like, fuck no? Yeah, or do you even like spam? Because I mean, we love spam.
1: Yeah, that's true. Because I have a lot of friends who think spam is disgusting. But yeah, that's a different story. Yeah, <laughs> you have your opinion. We have ours. Yes. Okay.
0: And last thing we have on our current event list, of course, something that's gonna affect everybody in the nation is the $900 billion stimulus care package that, I mean, it hasn't been agreed yet. They have passed the bill, but it hasn't been signed. Although President Trump, you know, he wants to push for a larger amount of checks that
1: he wants to send us I mean as he should shit Canada gets
0: $2,000 a month that's crazy me that's fucking crazy and
1: we only get 600 600 from $1,200 to 600 yeah like that, that's instead not- of giving us more y'all don't give us less
0: yeah and then a lot for a lot of us that are collecting unemployment i.e. me um our shit is gonna end next week on the 26th for real mine mine ends on the 26th or the 27th and you know what's funny though about this whole $2,000 deal I don't know if I shared it with you earlier this month but I definitely shared it with a couple of uh a couple uh chat groups that I'm in online on Facebook Mm -hmm. I had a dream the last day in November going into the first day of December I had a dream that some old white dude in my dream was saying, um, oh, I heard it's going to be $2,000 when we were talking about this, uh, the second stimulus check. And I shared it with them, and um, a lot of them were like, yeah, that's not going to happen. I'm, I don't see that happening at all, actually. And then three weeks later, we're getting this thing, and I was like, holy shit you guys remember when I said that and y'all like backed me down? Like, I mean, regardless, it was just a fucking dream. You know, I didn't think anything of it. Like, you know, it was just a dream. I was just sharing with them, but then to see it happening right now or even being talked, you know, I was like, shit. Like (laughs) one of my friends, Devante, he was like, Hey, you need to go back to sleep and uh, get us the lottery numbers. (laughs) And I feel like I kind of saw it a little bit two nights ago. I was getting different sequences, but I didn't pay attention. So, so sorry, Devontae. Damn.
1: You were the one who told me to write
0: your dreams down, B. I know. I I remember seeing the sequences. I just, when I got up, I forgot them. Yeah. But I do remember it was, like, different events, and it highlighted, like, different sequences. Mm. And, like, it was, like, maybe, like, a number on the wall. It was, like, 31. And then I go to a, a different scene and, like, saw, like, a number on the street. And it was, like, 15 or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I, I I lost it. I lost it. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> this sky, though. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of creepy. Yeah.
1: Like, how did it... It was so dark, and now
0: it's, like, pink. Pink. Yeah. They're coming, guys. They're coming. Oh, did you see that? That the, um, the FBI... A uh, release that uh, da- declassified uh, files about the existence of aliens. Y'all can't call me crazy no more. <laughs> okay, it's the FBI. <laughs> it's the freaking FBI, guys. Okay, they're actual, or maybe it was the CIA. Maybe it was both. It was a declassified information, uh, pretty much saying that yes, they exist amongst us. Yeah. Oh my gosh, are you even real B?
1: Bitch, sometimes I feel like cats are aliens.
0: <gasps> That's so true. I've been saying Mabel, our neighborhood cat, is she's she's some kind of alien in there.
1: Like the way their eyes are. Yeah. And like
0: and then, and then I saw like a, a, a illustrated pictures, like it was like a drawing that had a picture of the cat and then like the inside of it was an alien, like On all fours. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've seen that one too. (laughs) I was like, you know what? That's so funny because I've been saying this. Maybe it's real. You know what? We can't be the only ones out there. Like, it's the big ass galaxy. and We're just one tiny little marble. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know.
0: Compared to everything else.
1: Well, you guys, let us know what you guys think about the stimulus check.
0: Um, What you plan on doing with it. Yeah. Or like how you feel about
1: bills. it, you know, it only being six hundred dollars.
0: I hope they come together to an agreement to raise the bigger bitch. to the bigger cause of like we the people. Like what the fuck? Like y'all getting paid. We're not. Right. Shit. Well, I guess that's it for current events, guys.
1: Alright, you guys. So we are finally going to review the book that we've been reading all month. Which is I Love You So Mochi by Sarah Kuhn. And I can say that it is my favorite book that we've
0: read so far
1: mm-hmm. for Endo Club. Mm-hmm.
0: It's easy read, it's good, like feel good story, mm-hmm. and I could relate to a lot of the emotions.
1: Yeah. Uh, shoot, me personally, I've never read a book that has the main character describe my, what is it called? You. (laughs) Describe my, my
0: personality. Yeah, the the main character screams you. At times it was so annoying. I was like, I kept thinking about you. I'm like, bitch. (laughs) <laughs> she is so
1: you oh my god when i was reading that I, t- I say that to myself too i'm like oh my god this is so me this <laughs> is what i do when i like try to make decisions or like just it just in general yeah for real but
0: let's talk about it let's tell them what the book is about
1: so the overview pretty much is about the main character is a 17 year old japanese-american who is about to graduate high school, pretty much. It's her senior year of high school. She, going into the spring semester, she dropped out of her art class, even though she got accepted to a fine arts college, pretty much. Mm -hmm. She didn't feel like painting was her passion anymore. Her mom is also an artist, so for the longest, I guess she thought that it was... I don't know, like something that she had to do, because her mom did it. But instead of painting, she's been designing
0: Kimmy Originals, which is like clothes that she created out of
1: out of like things, different materials. Yeah, she'll go because she used to work in a like a thrift, thrift
0: shop. Thrift shop,
1: yeah. And she would make outfits out of.
0: Things the, that she yeah, found the garments in there. That she found. And then she would incorporate other things. Like, I think one of her came first, like, Kimmy Originals, it incorporated, like, candy wrappers or some shit like that for one of her friends. Yeah.
1: Right? Well, that wasn't her first, but she did make a dress for her friends out of candy
0: wrappers. Yeah. So. So, anyways, so because she dropped the class and eventually, you know, Shit always comes to surface. Her mom found out that she dropped the class. And her mom got upset because it is her mom's passion. And, you know, she was very proud of Kimmy to finally get accepted into this fine arts academy. And then finding out that she dropped the class, you know, they got into a little dispute. Right. And during the dispute, a surprising letter came for Kimmy from her Japanese grandparents in Japan and pretty much inviting her to come spend two weeks of spring break in Japan. Yeah. And even though she already had detailed plans made with her friends, she decided that, you know what, maybe it's good for me to get away and try to figure out what it is that I want to do with my life since painting is no longer my passion.
1: Right. And plus, she has never met her grandparents which from her mom's side Mm -hmm. because they had a falling out, so they barely ever talked to each other. So this was also a reason for her to get to know her grandparents.
0: I feel like that story is, like, such a typical immigrant, like, Asian immigrant story. Like, you marrying the man that you your parents don't agree with and leaving with them to go to the States or to another country or leave your parents behind and live far, far away.
1: Yeah. But for Kimmy's mom, she met her dad while she was in the university when she was already here or right. she was already in the U S yeah. So I guess her, her parents always thought that she was going to come back home. Exactly. To that was the
0: plan. The yeah. plan was like for her to come back, but
1: but instead, she got never pregnant, <laughs> got married and got pregnant with Kimmy. And she just never, the mom just never went back to Japan. So when she went to Japan, she met this boy named Akira, mm-hmm. dressed up as mochi, because Akira's uncle has a mochi store or a mochi stand. Um, in the busy city of Kyoto,
0: it's all love after that. Yeah, it's like a really like cute, romantic like your typical like teenage story, like yeah. met a boy, fell in love and you know, like a good like feel good summer or I guess like in this case, like spring spring break love, yeah, you know.
1: For me, it's like, it's so nice to read that people can just meet like that, you know? Like, that it was just so easy. Like, it wasn't awkward. It wasn't, like, I don't know, like weird or whatever. They just kind of, like, it was just like, I see, like, they were just in, in
0: sync or whatever. They just, it was just so easy for them. They just vibe, Yeah. Yeah is that um meeting like does does it seem realistic to you like would you like
1: I don't know that's my thing it's like I feel like in in many books it's that way you know mm-hmm. like it's just so easy to meet somebody and like fall in love with them but i mean obviously in reality it's not like that that's why it's it's fiction mm-hmm. but it would be so nice mm-hmm. <laughs> To find somebody like that, just just vibe with them. Like, just click with them like that.
0: I feel like a lot of the conflicts that are presented in the book, like, I can definitely relate to, to the emotions. Although, like, I can't relate to, like, them happening exactly. Yeah. But, like, the emotions that... That, she that were created yeah. out of the conflicts. Like right. I could still relate to that, and this is why I feel like Kimiko screams you because a lot of the emotional conflicts is like it all happened inside her head. Yeah, you know, kind of like how, kind of like you be,
1: you be overthinking shit. She is an overthinker and totally an
0: overthinker.
1: She she said that she has like she likes to keep things in fantasy land
0: exactly because. Because in fantasy land, she doesn't have to live them.
1: Yeah, like it's just the way that you you imagine it in your head to be, instead of accepting like the reality of what it could be.
0: Yeah, I like the term they use to describe Asian parents. This like Asian mom math. Yeah, I, I love that because it's so real. (laughs) Like, Asian mom math is so real. And um, this is what happened to Kimiko and her mom. It's like, you know, her mom left Japan, came to the States, and, you know, studied arts, and that's all she knew what to do. She gave up some of her dreams to raise Kimi, Mm -hmm. right? She stopped drawing. she She stopped painting to raise Kimi. And... Finally, seeing Kimmy came to, you know, growing love for painting and art on her own, it's like gave her the motivation to start doing art and painting again. Right. Really profound, like proud moment like that. Oh my gosh, like all my sacrifices, like it it paid off, you know, and Mm -hmm. she's really good just to find out at the end that, she fell out of love with painting, and so the disappointment of—I guess—as a parent, yeah, you know, like but, I could definitely feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't relate to the story happening exactly like that, but I can definitely like pick that up from like having to sacrifice and you know all. But that my job. thing
1: is like. She's still doing artistic things, you know what I'm saying? Like, her drawing all those, like, designs for the clothing that she wants to make, like, that's still some artistic shit, you know? True. Like, it might not be the way that her mom wanted it to be, but at least it was still, like, an art. like she was still—
0: doing Artic- art. yeah
1: artistic yeah. Mm-hmm. like making things if you're not artistic that's not gonna come out to nothing yeah you know like mm-hmm. shit. I can't make garments or I can't make clothes out of just you mm-hmm. know garments mm-hmm. like but so I mean like you said like I could totally understand what the whole like not wanting to disappoint your parents and I feel like that's what she felt you know because she didn't because she like stopped painting she thought that she was disappointing her mom you know like that she was gonna be a disappointment or whatever Mm -hmm. but I'm like I guess me in reality thinking it like girl you're still doing some really artistic things yeah
0: but I guess if you're 17 it's like I could see why like she doesn't want to tell her mom because like she knows she's gonna upset her mom that's like yeah. Such a teenager thing, like you don't want to for tell sure. your parents something because like you know it's gonna upset them. Yeah, I, I was
1: I was I was that same way too. Yeah. Like my parents wanted me to like do accounting.
0: Yeah. You know, like same.
1: to be an accountant. Like parents, why is it accounting? Why? <laughs> because it's like, you know, like so you know you how to handle deal money. With money? Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh, you just have to be a wife for that. And <laughs> <laughs> and I
1: was scared to you know, tell my parents, like, I don't want to do accounting, so I ended up, like, going to school for business, and then, like, getting my um, associates in business, and then trying to get my bachelor's in accounting, I stopped after, like, one semester, you know, in a university, like, because that was just not my passion, and I told my parents, like, I don't want to waste money, Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to spend money on something that it's not my passion. Yeah. Like, no, you can't tell me that this is something that I have to do. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad that throughout the book, you know, like she and Akira,
0: Akira was so sweet. Yeah. Akira was very sweet. He, um, he was very, fluent in English. Yeah. You know surprisingly. <laughs> I, I guess I guess like they had to make it like that for the purpose of the story. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what I mean? And um, he his backstory of being fluent in English is because he watches a lot of um detective shows. Right. American detective shows. Right. And yeah, he was very fluent. Like his grammar was <laughs> I was like, man, I was like, this is definitely fiction right here. <laughs> right. Um, But the story behind like their connection, it was like so easy, like he was, you know, this very sweet boy that was trying to like show her around Kyoto, you know, or he took her to like a lot of the tourist places and he has backstories on, yeah. you know, it's just so cute. It is. And like, it's he, very thoughtful. The, yeah. The
1: places that he took her to. Yeah.
0: And he, um, he's very attentive. That's what I liked about him. Yeah. I looked at a little Me detail. Was so cute. Me too. Um, again, the story is very like typical on his story too. Like, you know he has to help his family like running a business right. like working at the mochi stand dressing up as a mochi <laughs> right um also in the book i learned a little something that you know they have a parade or a festival for for these mascots in japan like once a year right right and i can't remember what the what the festival is called but It's pretty much a festival for mascots (laughs) for different businesses. Yeah. And I thought that was like, wow. I was like, even though Japan is like a very like colorful country, like they go out of their way to like celebrate the little things. They have celebration for everything. And a lot of the celebrations always like surrounding food, which I love. That's what I love about like Asian cultures.
1: Yeah. Yeah. After reading this book definitely makes me want to go to Japan. so bad. Yeah. Just like to eat. And see all these places that was, you know, yeah, like um, featured in the book. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to go to the bamboo, um, the bamboo forest. Mm -hmm. I want to go. I want to go to all of it.
0: Um, I thought it was um, like the foods that are mentioned in the book. Like a lot of them, I recognize. Like when she said something about toyaki, Mm. And it's like the octopus. It's it's oh the takoyaki. Th- takoyaki, I'm right. sorry, takoyaki, like the octopus balls. And like Mariah loves takoyaki. Like we go to Jinya and she gets a whole order for herself. And it's six Takoyaki balls. Yeah. And it's like so buttery. Yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah, it's so buttery, so sweet, so mmm, mm, like, but then Thinking of it, like, being, like, jajanan, like, a street food where, like, you ha- you can, you know, get it in, like, a bag. It's on a stick and, like, mm, yeah. eat, you know? Mm-hmm. And also learning some Japanese... Um, Words. You no. Know, oh. Like, their mannerisms. Like, you're oh, not supposed yeah. to, you know, eat while you walk. Yeah, no PDA.
1: No PDA. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, like... You can't take... Like you can't, when you give when you are given compliments, you can't take like, it
0: positively. Yeah, pretty yeah. much
1: because like it's not, so
0: uncomfortable for them to if, get compliments.
1: Yeah, like if if you take it as like a good thing, then it's saying that like you're you're a big head, you know. Like yeah, you're, like you're, you're bragging. Head. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else? I love that there are also like some Japanese words in there that you know that we. That you're familiar with? Well, not that we're familiar with, but, like, that we're now, like, like, that we get to know.
0: Mm. Like, like Oji-san.
1: Yeah.
0: Obachan, Yeah. <laughs> Oba. Um, okay, let's see. What else? What else can we relate to this story? Um, I really loved the
1: fact that her grandparents... Were so, like, I mean, her grandpa, for sure, were, you know, like Aww, very kind so to, to her. Yeah. yeah. But her grandma, after, you know, after a while, like, started, like, they, they have, like, a, they have a similar interest, which is, you know, like, sewing or, like, you know, making making clothes and stuff. Because her grandma apparently was making, like, kimonos and stuff like that. And I love that they had something in common to to m- make them, like,
0: closer. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the grandma in the beginning. So as soon as Kimiko got to Japan, I guess the grandma kind of had, like, this standoffish, like, mannerism towards her. Right. Uh, we later on found out in the story that it, because she didn't know that her husband, her grand Kimmy's grandpa, sent out this letter right. without discussing it with her first. Right. But he did it because she would probably say no.
1: Right. So. And he really wanted to get to know his granddaughter because this, like, it's been so long that you know he's talked to his own daughter. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he just thought like it would be it would be good to yeah. get to
0: know his. Only granddaughter. Yeah. Um, You know, she was kind of like Judas towards Kimi, you know? Kimi was, like, telling her, like, oh, I've never been to Japan. Like, it's so... You know, I feel like everybody's watching me. And her grandma was like, yeah, they're watching you probably because you're eating while you're walking. Right. And then, like, when
1: she was complimenting her grandma on, like, her garden, Mm -hmm. she she kind of just, like, brushed it off. yeah. But then, again, that's when, you know, after that, we found out that you really aren't supposed to take compliments like, take like compliments, that. Right. Yeah. But for me, I think what I really loved about the whole grandma and grandma situation is the fact that I didn't grow up with my grandparents because when we mm-hmm. moved here, you know, I was I was like eight going to, like, nine. Mm-hmm. And then a year after I moved here, my grandma passed away Mm -hmm. and then maybe like six, seven years after that, my grandpa passed away. But Mm. again, like I didn't grow up with clothes. Yeah. Yeah. Like my sister, when my grandma was still like healthy, like my grandma like held her all the time. Mm -hmm. Like she would like have her like on her back, you know, while cooking Mm -hmm. and like
0: making her pastel and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And So she had some type of, like, good memories for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, she was, like, my sister was held by her, you know, Mm -hmm, like.
0: mm -hmm. The gendong. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And when I was born, my grandma had, like, had a stroke already. So her whole left side wasn't working anymore. Uh, So I don't know if she mm -hmm. ever really, like, held me like that. You know, Mm -hmm, like, I'm mm -hmm. sure she did. Mm -hmm. but, But, yeah. So I think that, like. Honestly, like, when I read this book, I probably cried, like, three, four times.
0: Yeah, I, I've cried a few times, for sure. I could relate to the grandma, because, like, my grandma was just like her, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she was very, my grandma was very, like, she was very loving, but um, I don't have, like, a very, like, loving, I don't have those memories with my grandma. Like, the really, like, heartfelt memories, mm-hmm. like doing things with her like I don't have that I remember I remember my grandma uh the last three years we were in Indonesia we lived with her because my parents were here already Mm. and so she took care of us for our last three years there and she loves to crochet oh okay um now how that's what they call it. In that's Indiana. why your
1: that's why your aunts do that too. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: It's like it's in. It's like all the girls in my family like crochet, mm. except me. And my grandma had this one couch that she would sit down in, day in day out, and she would crochet all day watching her telenovelas <laughs> or her sinatron, which uh-huh. is like Indonesian version of telenovela. Yeah. And um, I remember one day. She kept telling me, like, don't bother the maids while they're cooking in the kitchen. But, like, I didn't have anything else to do. So, of course, I bothered the maids Mm -hmm. while they were cooking in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Something had happened. A vase, like, a porcelain vase, like, fell on my head and broke. And I fainted. Like, I blacked out. Oh, my gosh. And while I was blacking out, like, I remember vaguely... I was being dragged by one of my maids to go to my room. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing my grandma sitting on her couch and she was crocheting. She looked at me for like two seconds, like didn't even bother. (laughs) And she continued to watch her telenovela. Like that was the kind of grandma I had. Like she was very tough. Yeah. But she was, I'll tell you like she was the glue of the family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could definitely relate to her on that aspect when, you know, and when her grandma finally like showed her soft side, and when they finally got to know each other, and they had like similar interests, you know, Kimmy and her grandma, I kind of cried on that part, because I was like, man, like, I wish that like, I had that with my grandma, you know, maybe like, we had similar interests. I don't know. I never found out. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how I
1: feel too. Like I, when I was reading it and reading her relationship with her grandpa and then her relationship with her grandma, like I wish I had those types of relationship with them, you know, just to even like share snacks with them or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. That's what I could, I could relate with that story with my grandpa because he was a big (laughs) snacker and he loved like you know and he was a baker so um he used to make like marble cakes during holiday times Mm -hmm. and I remember being in the kitchen with him while he was mixing all this Mm -hmm. and he would give me the mixer a whisk okay full of the adornan, uh, uh-huh. you know, the chocolate, mm-hmm. and he would, like, tell me to, like, get a spatula to, like, clean it off. <laughs> and so I, I had that type of memory with my grandpa, but not with my grandma. Yeah. It was, oh. like, grandmas are usually, like, always do this anyway. You think? Yeah. Because I think they, they have... Now that, yeah, my mom is kind of like that. Oh, see, yeah. But she also, like, you know, her older years, like, she's here in America. So she's learned, like, the Western ways of saying I love you, of hugging and kissing. Like, that's not Indonesian ways, you know? Yeah, My grandma never told us, like, she loved us or, like, kissed us like that. At least not, I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I remember kissing my grandma. Like when I was like little and I like I remember one time she came and like stayed with us or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I remember going to school, I believe, or like yeah, going to school and I was waiting for um my apa si namanya? Mm, You know to
0: come. Ride. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when they
1: like when he came, I like she was like sunbathing mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, I kissed her, like, goodbye, mm-hmm. but I don't remember saying I love you, though. Yeah. You know, like, I, that's not something that we say,
0: really. Also, my grandma had a garden, also. Oh, really? Yeah, so that's why I could relate to that, too. But then again, like, she never taught me how to tend the garden. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I want, a, I want a boyfriend like Akira. Right. I want a boyfriend who, like, believes in me as much as Akira believes in her. Even, like, even only after knowing her for a few days, you can see the passion that she had when she saw those girls with their outfits. Yeah. And she started, like, sketching them. Well, what are those
0: girls called? There's, like, a certain names from them. Because oh. what's the girl from No Doubt? What's her name? Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Mm-hmm. Her background dancers were those girls. I think they call it like, Hajiku... Hakiju or something girls. Harajuku girls? Yeah, okay, that's what that is. Like <laughs> that's what she saw, right? Pretty much. Um, kind of, I guess. Like their outfits very colorful. It's very like tacky. Like you would have like one socks, like it's like mismatched. Yeah. Like something match, that you yeah. don't ever would put together. Yeah. Yeah. You don't think about it, you know. I love that. I never went to that extreme, but like I definitely had a phase in my early twenties where I would wear sneakers with dresses Mm. and it would be like a summer dress like poofy like summer dress Mm -hmm. and i would wear like air force ones yeah i fucking rock
1: that shit it's like you mix like feminine and masculine yeah Yeah. i I love that because you want to be like cute but comfortable that's what it was (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, that's what it was it's very practical anyways kira he was so attentive he paid attention And he was very thoughtful. He was a pre-med student. He
1: wanted to be a doctor.
0: Yeah, he wanted to be a doctor. And I thought it was funny that when Kimi found out that's what he wanted, she was like, you actually want to be a doctor? Right, like no pressure whatsoever. Yeah, because here in America, that's like the typical thing that your parents want you to be as an Asian American, a nurse, doctor, lawyers, like that's always like, the go-to profession that your parents want you to be right so a lot of us like resent those professions <laughs> but that was pretty funny when she found out and she said that i felt that too i was like wow he actually wants to be a doctor but it was also interesting that he came to this conclusion of him wanting to be a doctor from finding those old medical books or right. medical journals.
1: Right. And I love that she made him a jacket out of
0: those books journals, like, yeah. The papers mm-hmm. from the books. Mm-hmm. At the end, yeah. Ugh. So they kind of had like a rocky, it wasn't always like a smooth journey. Yeah, I mean, as far as love.
1: Also, just think about the fact that they, it's only two weeks. You only have
0: two weeks to spend with each other. Right. So they fell for each other pretty quick, obviously. Yeah. They spent almost every day together. Right. For Um, a week. For a week. Right. Yeah. And, you know, her being. American, I feel like she was more forward with her emotions. Yeah. Like when she shared her experience with her friends and her friends in America was like, oh my gosh, you're going to make the move. Like, yeah. you got you to gotta kiss, you, you kiss him. <laughs> and I remember like we were reading and we were like, what chapter are you in? Yeah. And we're like, chapter 11. I was like, oh my gosh. And chapter 12 was like, when it know, looked like they were going to yeah. kiss and then they never did. I was like, bitch. I'm gonna read another chapter. I think you had already finished and yeah. I was still in chapter twelve or eleven at the moment. And I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'm gonna read another chapter. I was like, I just wanna find out if they kiss or not. I think they
1: kissed at like chapter 13, no? Yeah, at the
0: end of chapter 13. Yeah. And I I think after that I was like, My adrenaline was up. It was yeah. like one o'clock in the morning. I was like, fuck this. I was like, I'm gonna keep reading. I think I, I stopped at chapter 15. Mm-hmm. So she she tried to make the she move. tried to make the move. She pictured this like perfect me events me dude that was that whole chapter (laughs) chapter, literally did yeah i think i kept saying like oh my god she's so you like it's so annoying (laughs) like
1: it's so funny because like reading i was literally thinking that i'm like oh my god like this is some shit that i totally would do she
0: pictured like the rain she pictured like them, them going in the, the hallway, yeah, yeah, in the alley because you know you can't show PDA, and right? Can't... And um, so it happened to them. She went and and I just pictured a whole like hitch 8, 80, 20 situation. You know how, like, in a hitch, he yeah, said, like yeah, you gotta yeah, lean yeah. like 80 and then like you gotta, yeah, have like, the other person come in like 20, yeah. And so I just that's what I pictured the whole time. And he he swerved her.
1: <laughs> I was like, I oh my god. I I was so mad, too. I was like,
0: oh, no. Yeah, that was chapter 12. I was like, fuck this. I gotta gotta stay up for one more chapter. I'm gonna find out if they finally kiss. I would be so embarrassed. And she was, I was surprised that she was, she actually came forward and said, oh, my gosh, I was trying to kiss you, you know? I thought you liked me like that. Maybe I, like, misread the situation. Yeah. And then here he is being, like, the wholesome, like, good guy who was like, oh, I thought, what did he say? He said that,
1: like, throughout the whole entire day. He wanted to do it but he felt that she She was was swerving him so when the time came he also misread it like he also thought like no this can't be happening like this is probably just like happening in my head yeah so he didn't want to be that guy yeah and
0: he also didn't want to be turned down yeah
1: so he like didn't he didn't do it yeah but then when they finally did i know i was like damn I was like squirming in my like not squirming but like like squeaking. Yeah, I think in I think pillow. yeah, I think I
0: was and I was up by myself in the middle of the night, like in my living room on my couch. I was just like, <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I know you too. Oh my gosh!
0: And then they finally they had. Have- too, or he had to break it off with her. Well,
1: he broke it off with her because he was distracted. Like his his uncle found out that they yeah. hiked up the rent. You yeah, know, they were for, raising the rent, yeah. the rent
0: for the uh, mochi stand.
1: Right. And so he said to her that he's been like distracted and like spending his time on something that's like not as important, I guess. And yeah. especially the fact that she's leaving in like another week. He just thought that it,
0: was, it best was best that he... They don't see each other anymore. Yeah, that he focused on helping his uncle. Right. And that for her to also just, like,
1: enjoy her, like, the rest of her trip, like, mm-hmm. without
0: him. Mm-hmm. Which,
1: I mean, hello, that's not possible, right? Like. Yeah if you were a 17 year old girl in love with a cute boy with dimples and shit yeah. like
0: no way no way you can enjoy you know i kept picturing the whole time i kept picturing that the korean guy in instagram no kim's convenient the brother the whole time oh. that she's talking about akira oh. i kept picturing like a younger version of him that's funny Tam, like funny. You know, handsome, like, quirky little smile. I was like, oh my gosh. I don't know what his name is, but he's in Kim's Convenience. Oh. Or Kim's Convenience. Yeah, on Netflix. On Netflix. I just... I thought it
1: was so cute when he took her to McDonald's. Oh, yeah. And she was like, literally McDonald's? Yeah. Like, I could get this shit in America.
0: Yeah. But
1: then there was something in... Asian McDonald's, you know that you don't find here, in, or any in McDonald's America. in the
0: world, really, because like yeah. in Indo, like we have like pahe, like paket pempek, which is like you get rice and two pieces of chicken, yeah, fried chicken, you get fries, yeah, and soda, and
1: yeah. that
0: was when I was there. It was five thousand dollars, like. Apparently, five thousand rupiah. I mean, five thousand no, dollars. Five thousand rupiah, which is like fifty cents. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and uh, now I think they're I think I was like fifteen thousand or something, which is still like a dollar fifty. Um, man. So yeah, and then I learned from taking a marketing class at school that other McDonalds around the world have menu catering to the people the in that country. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, they have like tacos or burritos and like the Mexican McDonald's so it like when I read this I was like oh yeah that makes sense that they have things like that you know
1: and and then when he took her to the
0: pug cafe yeah oh my god I want to go to a pug cafe so bad yeah they have something like that in Japan also but for cats they have that for cats they have that here in Savannah oh they do Mm -hmm. yeah
1: uh a cat cafe or something like that yeah I would love to go to a pug cafe if Mm -hmm. you guys know of any pug
0: cafes or like any dog cafes here they probably have it in california i want to say i've seen like one of those like youtube like things
1: be in heaven
0: Mm -hmm. maybe we should start it let's do it well anyways my favorite part is her last night in japan or her last day in japan yeah And then Akira took her on an adventure, Mm -hmm. and right before that, he had packed a four-pack of mochis, all with four different flavors, and they all have a note under them. Yes, they had a Japanese um Phrases or word or something, and he had planned a whole route to go along in this adventure and each mochi is to be eaten at different stops yeah that had a reference to those words
1: yeah see that's my thing like I think that's what I love the most it's like I need somebody who's thoughtful like that yeah you so know thoughtful. because I'm, me personally that's probably something that I would do yeah like I I love planning stuff out like that yeah like Thoughtful gifts that way mm-hmm. so i i i dream to have somebody that like that 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 are thoughtful about like things because my thing is like you don't you don't have to spend a lot of money on me right you know? right like, it just has to be thoughtful yeah you're right i can make my own money yeah i can buy shit mm-hmm. without you giving it to me yeah true but stuff like that like stuff where you you can keep in your box of memories yeah or like in your memory bank yes mm-hmm. that counts way more like
0: yeah it's priceless
1: yeah oh man i cried the, that whole two like that whole chapter yeah i cried that the whole chapter yeah for sure i also cried when she had to say goodbye to her grandparents
0: mm-hmm.
1: like i was sobbing
0: mm-hmm. i was like oh my god i can't do this like what? Like my grandpa like kept buying her like snacks.
1: Yeah, or just when that morning that she was leaving, and her uh-huh. grandma like told her like, "I was mad at your grandpa for not telling me about writing you a letter, mm-hmm. but now I can't imagine you not being here." I, know. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, I literally talking about the right now makes me like really emotional. But um, I just right. it's such a great book. I-, I can't, I can't, I'm like, I can't rave enough about this book. Like, you guys. I know it's probably, like, for like for some, some people, now that we're, like, well, me, I'm in, like, my late 20s, mm-hmm. like,
0: I'm in my mid-30s. It's not, like, something that you okay. think, early
1: 30s. <laughs> it's not something, like, that you think about reading, uh-huh.
0: Because it's, like, a, a teenage love story, Yeah, you know, like, but a coming of age. Yeah,
1: sometimes it's nice, you yeah. know, like, sometimes it's nice to read
0: books like that. Shit, I still watch Disney Channel with the book. Shit. I still cry
1: over, like, animated movies.
0: Yeah, If y'all haven't seen Over the Moon? Yeah, for real. That movie? I've seen it three times, and all three times I cried. Like, shh. There's, like, different parts that I cry.
1: A puddle of tears, y'all. A puddle.
0: But I want to talk about the grandma's relationship with the mom got rocky when the mom left to come to the States and she was supposed to come back and help her tend her garden that she inherited from her grandma's family the farm yeah the farm yeah. and she had fought her husband or her her brother no, her dad her parents yeah. yeah exactly her dad to keep the farm yeah even though she lost like a big chunk of it but she still fought for the farm too and also to stay in that house yeah so learning that i guess it's the same cycle with kimmy and her mom with her mom also it's like i expected you. Youth. I had, like, something planned out for your life, and you took a different turn, yeah. you know? And it's kind of like Kimi coming to Japan and building this relationship with her grandma and learning that her about her grandma's, like, she was hurt mm-hmm. that, that Kimi's mom, like, never came back. And so her grandma being, like, a seamstress or whatever, like, make clothes. And mm-hmm. I guess that was something that, like, she also shared with her mom. Yeah. And so she had that dress form sitting in the other room for 20 years yeah. that she was supposed to finish either, was it with yeah, Kimmy's with mom, mom, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she never came back. So she just kind of like held on to that anger, Yeah. you know? that, yeah. And then Kimmy being there and sharing this interest in, in designing and making clothes. Yeah. I remember that one chapter where Kimmy is trying to mention about the dress form and like she was like, no yeah she got mad yeah she got mad at Kimmy for even thinking about like doing anything with it yeah and so that's when she learned like this is the history behind that and yeah. then she kind of replaced that experience that she was supposed to have with Kimmy's mom with her yeah so it kind of like healed her her wound of yeah. her daughter never coming back and finishing that with her true and so like that part like really got me and I was just like oh my gosh like it helped her grandma find like or healed her wound and also that whole experience also like helped Kimmy find what it was like she was looking for yeah which is like the next step of her life like okay after this like since I'm not gonna paint like what else yeah and it was Through her journey with Akira. And he was the one that like helped her realize. Like dude like you said. You should be doing something that you love. And you kept saying like. This is just a hobby or whatever. This is not something you love doing. Like why
1: can't it be both?
0: Yeah but this is not something that I saw. When you saw those girls. With all those colorful outfits. Yeah, Like this is actually your passion.
1: Yeah just even like when they did go. When Akira did take her to all those places. Like Mm -hmm. everything that she saw gave her some inspiration kind of yeah, inspiration was like ideas of for blend. a design right and I feel like this book is just filled with like it teaches you about like love about courage about forgiveness mm-hmm. about passion mm-hmm. like really just just because you think that it's not the ideal of what somebody else wants for you mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it's not for you yeah like finding yourself yeah like loving yourself mm-hmm. it's just so good
0: In the last chapter, when she came back to the States and she finally decided, okay, this is what I want to do. She found a school that, a design school that she wanted to apply into and she and her mom was featured in some kind of like Asian American art, something, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. An art show Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that her mom was featured in and also her. And at the end, like, when she finally talked to her mom and she's like, I finally found my calling and what I want to do. And it was because, like, I looked through your journal and I saw, like, your growth. Yeah. From, you know, drawing all those different, what do they call it? Those little, oh, were they like possums? Oh. They weren't possums. What, what were they? Were oh. they Possums. Or this, I don't know, squirrels. No, it squirrels. squirrels. No. Anyways, like her mom started drawing these. The creatures, like yeah, animal the creature little thing. creatures. Little mm-hmm. creatures. And she saw the growth in her mom's journal from the beginning of that stage to like how she progressed as an artist. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, I learned how I came to this conclusion of what I want to do in life through learning of your progress. Right. In your artistry. Right.
1: I also love when she, like, found the courage to email her mom Uh and, like, told her the stories of, like... Everything that she... Yeah, like, from, like, her designs, like, the reason why she made those designs Mm -hmm. and
0: how it made her feel. Mm -hmm. Even though her mom never emailed her back, which I think I broke out in one of those chapters, like, you know, still haven't gotten an email back from my mom yet, you know? And I think I broke out because, I understand, like, the agent in her mom that prideful asian mom persona like you're mad like you're not gonna talk bad because you're still mad and you don't know how to deal with your emotions but now your daughter is like sharing all these things i'm pretty sure like i was picturing her mom crying reading all these emails yeah but like being the prideful asian mom that she is like she doesn't know how to say anything to express it yeah Yeah, and you know yeah well overall we absolutely love this book sarah Kuhn. I think I purchased another, like, book of hers. Like, Did you? In, um... On your audiobook? On my audiobook, because, mm-hmm. like, I had credits left.
1: Mm-hmm, on Audible? Yeah, on mm-hmm.
0: Audible, and I think I, like, bought another book of hers, and I was just, like, I just, I just loved this book. It was easy to read. I think we went through it in, like, two weeks. Yeah. Like, I, not even, I think I read the whole book in one week, Um, kind of sped up through, like the last what 15 chapters in like <laughs> three days
1: yeah honestly like it, it was so hard to put down like you just really want to know what happens next mm-hmm. so kudos to you sarah coon
0: yeah sarah Kuhn, you did a very a good job and this is like the most recent book of hers i think right oh i don't think so one of her most recent ones oh. when was it published i believe I believe it's recent Let me see
1: and we apologize if you're butchering your last name yeah I don't know if it's like Han Kun or Kun. i don't know so
0: it's like her, oh, okay, okay yeah mm-hmm. her most recent work well we definitely give it five stars five stars five out of five most definitely what, recommend. what, what did what did you learn from this experience since this whole kimmy is you <laughs> What did you learn from her, bitch?
1: I guess I learned to not be afraid to take action either. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay. Like, you can either stay in your fantasy land or you go out there and make that shit happen and see, like, how it's going to turn out. Like, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, it's better to know how it turns out than to just kind of, like, keep it in your mind mm-hmm. and wonder what ifs, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm.
0: Like, I don't want to have, like, what ifs. Mm -hmm. In my life, like maybe, like also, like standing up to like your parents' like expectations of like. Oh, I feel like I've already learned that like a
1: while back. Like when I told you that I decided to stop going to school for accounting. Like, yeah, I do not want to do that. So I told them like I'm not gonna waste your like and like any more of my time and any more of your money. Like, no, I'm gonna figure this out. Mm -hmm. Figure out what my passion is and do that.
0: What is it? Be what is it? Are we still buffering? Yeah,
1: still, yeah, still. Because I feel like I have so many, like, creative ideas, but
0: again, like... You just overthink shit. Yeah, like, sometimes I... Just do something. Just do one. Yeah. In
1: 2020...
0: You guys, it's gonna be my life mission to make sure (laughs) that she does something in 2021. I got you. If I have to bring, like five more influential guests <laughs> to get you going B. we gonna get there okay together we can yeah because I feel like i found my like niche and I feel like I want people around me to like we gotta be bosses together like you know I appreciate that. Okay B. I appreciate you. Well you Sarah know, Kuhn we... about me. Sarah. I'm gonna go with Kuhn. I think okay. it's Koon though. Okay. That's fine. Cause like in Asian languages like it's you is ooh. Okay. You know? Yeah. Sarah coon. We appreciate you. Thank for you this for this book. book. Yeah, yes. it's definitely been a bliss and joy to read it. Yes. And for everybody else, we highly recommend you getting this book. The hardcover was only like 14 bucks on Amazon. And we will let you guys know about our next book, next show? Yeah, next week. Next episode. All right, well, stay tuned, guys. As always, we're going to send you guys out with some good juju good affirmations going into the year end going into the new year but before that we want
1: to remind you that next week is peach licks episode and we will be talking about the show the 100 all seven seasons of it
0: all seven seasons (laughs) it's gonna be I guess not detailed, but we're just going to like talk about like the overview about like what we learn and me being a conspiracy theorist, the way like where I see like the whole concept of, you know, what might possibly be happening to us. How we feel about the ending, about the last season. Yes, definitely. We got to talk about that ending. (laughs) So stay tuned. Throughout the week, we'll be dropping some. Polls or different questionnaires in our Instagram. So make sure you follow us on Instagram at Two Peach Indo Podcast, Or you can tweet us at Two
1: Peach Indo. Or you can also
0: email us at Two
1: Peach Indo Podcast at gmail.com.
0: If you guys want us to talk about like a specific topic of the show, or you want us to highlight certain characters of the show? Because it is like a long seven seasons, 45-minute episodes. Right. And how many episodes per season?
1: There, there are some episodes or some season that had 13, but there are some that had 16. Okay. But it's 100 episodes in total. Yeah. Let's get to our affirmation. So this sweet affirmation is... Na, da, na, da, na. Today, I stand tall and speak boldly. <gasps> Okay, Kimi-chan, I see you. One more time, one more time. Today, I stand tall and speak boldly. So. Use that throat chakra. Okay. Y'all, don't be afraid to say how you feel. Say what you want.
0: After going through 2020, we deserve to have our voices heard.
1: Right. Speak what you want into existence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Manifest that
0: shit. Okay. Especially coming to year end and beginning to a new year. Make sure that we are clear on our intentions and speak it out loud. Even though God knows what we want, he still wants us to pray about it.
1: Right. To say it out loud. To say it
0: out loud. So that we can
1: also hear it. Yes. Yes. So, again, you guys, Merry Christmas. I hope you guys have a wonderful holiday. Ooh. You guys stay safe. Stay healthy.
0: Have fun with your friends and family. If Take not, your vitamins. Yes, that too. Definitely. And I hope you get to see your family this holidays. I know I will be. But I know some states have, like, really high restrictions on right. not traveling, not seeing anyone well if you guys don't get to see your
1: family make sure you call them facetime them Zoom Zoom call them make sure you tell them you love them because you never know you never know we'll talk to you soon Bye. bye